Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, you know it, you love it. We are investigative reporters here on the Colleen and Bradley Show now. And so it's time for another episode of The Cobra Files. The most popular awards show on the planet. And the Oscar goes to... Several people doing things on a film set that you've never even heard of. And some of Hollywood's biggest names coming to their defense. Tonight on The Cobra Files, Oscars, what now? My name is Bradley Trainer, I'm your investigative reporter this evening. For another episode of The Cobra Files. Hi there, guys. Will you also be showing us to our table? Yeah. I, and telling us about the specials? Yeah. Okay, so Bradley. Yeah. What's up with the Oscars? What's so, going on? Uh, I know all week you've seen headlines about the Oscars and something about categories and they're changing the what now who. And they're going to give out some well, awards during the commercials. Well, so here's the so thing. Rude. And now you got celebrities who are like, that's not nice. Be nice. So I thought we should lay it all out. Here's what happened. Here's what the issue is. On the 11th of this month, just a few days ago, the Academy emailed members of the Academy Mm -hmm. to say that, um, you know, look, we got to keep things uh, to three hours, which we've been arguing for two. We'll get to that in a moment. But okay, so they want to keep it to three hours. And uh, in that vein, they are going to present four awards during commercial breaks. Those winning speeches would then be aired later in the broadcast in edited form. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do this during the breaks and we're going to show them on the air. Boom, boom, boom. Then we got a broadcast that's nice and tight and three hours long. Whoop, whoop. Now, that caused a bunch of kerfuffle in Hollywood among celebrities. Uh, Russell Crowe called it a fundamentally stupid decision and too dumb for words. Oh, wow. Double Oscar winner Alfonso Cuaron, whose uh, film Roma is nominated for 10 Oscars, was one of the first to object. In the history of cinema, masterpieces have existed without sound, without color, without a story, without actors, and without music. No one single film has ever existed without cinematography and without editing. Two of the categories that would be broadcast Later, in edited form, still during the broadcast, but awarded live during the commercials. Okay, wait, hold the phone. So, because I guess that I was not paying close enough attention to the actual news of this event to understand Mm. 
that they were act. It's not that they were going to completely axe our Correct. viewing of these awards Correct. at all. Mm. They were simply going to award them during the breaks where we couldn't see it happen live yes. or, you know, and I'm putting that in loose quotes. And then they were going to edit down. We'd still see them get their awards. It's not like we were ignoring that they were a thing. It's just all about trying to streamline the broadcast, which don't we all kind of want that to happen? But I think in the way that it was reported, it very much gave the impression, we're going to shove the cinematography, editing, makeup, hair people to, uh, you know... We're just going to put them in the break and nobody will ever know that they ever existed. uh, Nobody will know. Yeah, Uh, Because nobody really cares anyway. uh, Spike Lee himself, whose film Black Klansman is up for six Oscars this year, wrote to the LA Times along with with his editor... Uh, Barry Alexander Brown, quote, without cinematographers and film editors, I would be lost wandering in the cinema wilderness. Uh, there was a big letter. Seth Rogen was tweeting. What better way to celebrate achievements in film than to not publicly honor the people whose job it is to literally film things? There was a letter from 40 cinematographers and directors, also 53 filmmakers. But wait, what is the, what is the actual hullabaloo about? Again... Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, because they're going to air them yeah. in an edited form. However, the letter that I mentioned references oh, yeah. that, quote, by relegating these essential cinematic crafts to lesser status is nothing less than an insult to those of us who have devoted our lives and passions to our chosen profession. We are asking this decision to be reversed. Okay. So <laughs> here's what the Academy said in a letter Mm -hmm. to its members, reassuring reassuring them that no award category will be presented in a manner that depicts the achievements of its nominees and winners as less than any others. They also clarified that the categories were volunteered by their branches to have their nominees and winners announced by presenters and included later in the broadcast. The ceremony will also be live streamed for the first time this year, and those awards can be seen awarded live online. They will still air during the show, though, because but they will just be edited and put in after. truncated later. And also, yeah, to clarify, the categories were volunteered by their branches, their respective branches in the film industry, yeah. to have their nominees and winners announced by presenters, meaning the people responsible for putting cinematographers, film editors, hair and makeup, were like, okay, put us in this thing. As long as you're still airing us, we're fine with it. See, I feel like... So it's yeah. so frustrating, and at the end of the day, your point is, what is the all the hullabaloo about? Nothing. nothing. It's much ado about nothing, because at the end of the day... Uh, this really is about streamlining the telecast, not about not recognizing the awards. And the people who are jumping to the defense of the those who are being, I don't even know what the word is because it's not like they're being ignored. No, they're just simply being put rearranged. in a different part of the production. And certainly, and here's the thing that I think is so tone deaf. And tell me what you think if you guys are just joining us, by the way, we're talking about this Oscars kerfuffle which really isn't much of anything. It's just a bunch of, you know... um, Hullabaloo about nothing. It's a bunch of ego, I think, run amok. Um, uh, At the end of the day, it just makes them look so completely self... uh, 
yeah reverent referential yeah. like they're not like you just look like the stereotype of hollywood where they're just navel gazing egos yeah right like you're like this is the most important thing like i have news for you the academy awards are not the most important thing now for your industry yes but it's not just you guys celebrating yourselves which i think is a valid thing we love the oscars don't get me wrong i'm not saying any of that but you also have to remember that this telecast is for an audience. Right. And the audience is us. Yeah. And we are not as concerned with cinematography, film editing. Now, I will say, my partner, Jamie, who watches probably darn near all of the nominated films, he just watched the shorts last night. That's his thing that he does every year. He was kind of bummed when he first thought they were going to cancel these categories from the broadcast. But they're not. So right. I think this was all just some like crappy social media and bad reporting run amok. And then you had a bunch of uh, Hollywood celebrities who weren't willing to sort of like figure out what was actually going on before they started bellyaching on to- social media. And that created this echo chamber such that the Academy responded like, you guys, seriously, calm down. The thing that's frustrating about it, too, is that the the issue of the ratings of the telecast of the Oscars has been at the fore for many years. And oh, the yeah. reason why the ratings continue to drop there's, I mean, there's a number of different reasons, but one of them is the complaint that the telecast is simply too long. Yeah. And in order for it to continue to be in our eyeballs and broadcast, it needs to have high ratings. And so in order for the telecast to continue, it, they have to figure out how to cut the fat because it always goes over. And what they end up doing is they run the risk of cutting out the pieces that people really, you know, are excited about seeing the speeches, they're cutting those out. The actors get upset about that. Yep. There's they're trying to find the answer to how do we shorten the broadcast? How do we shorten the telecast for the audience at home? Not for you Hollywood celebrities who are in the room who are being honored. They're trying to honor or to they're trying to create an entertaining telecast yeah, on the it's television. It's a TV show like any other. Exactly. Meaning it 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 lives in the same universe that any other TV show does. You have to have the ability to draw an audience. Otherwise, I got news for you. The networks will just cancel it and move and then, along and find something yeah, else. And then it's not going to be a thing anymore. And so the celebrities being so upset about it and speaking out against it is a very tone deaf because this isn't a decision that's being made for them. It's a decision that's being made for the audience at home and for the telecast at large. And to your point, Bradley, they did the exact thing that specifically Americans have been very guilty of this year, which is reading the headlines and not the rest of the story. Yeah. And so now knowing that this is, you know, I wonder how this will resolve. Um, are they are they is the Academy walking this back at all or are they saying no, we're they, going the, forward? The letter that planned? I read you is their last statement, which I think was yesterday or today that. Um, the well, let's see, when did this come out? This was yesterday that they clarified, um, this is not what you're acting as though it is. We would not depict anybody's achievements as less than any others. It's just that we asked, um, or uh, I shouldn't say they asked, I don't know, but it clarified that the categories were volunteered, as I said, by their branches to have their nominees and winners announced by presenters and then included later in the broadcast. Yeah. So it's not that they won't appear at all. It's that they will, and to the viewer, it will be seamless. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just that 
you can't do everything. No, you really can't. And you can't. can't honor. And I will say there are people up and down a movie like, yes, we don't know everything that goes into making a film a film. And yes, it's important to honor those people. And yes, um, those people deserve recognition as well. But at the end of the day, we just don't have the time to include every. Are you including the janitorial staff that helped clean up the garbage from the craft services like I, of the people that are underappreciated on a film set? I'm right. sure there are many that we are never made aware of. Absolutely. So this just comes. This just came across as a little bit of like, you know, Holly, Hollywood whining. Yeah, I think. absolutely. So and, you know, like you said, like, yeah, they have to cut the fat somewhere. And, you know, if it's not this, it's going to be on in their speeches yeah. or Why it's going to be in the presenters or it's going to be in. Let's see one of these, you know, highfalutin, very talented act, uh, actors slash directors directors or, say, you know what? I'm not giving up. my I'm, I'll give up my speech. Yeah. So that we can honor Barb, who did hair on the favorite. Mm-hmm. Let, I don't feel like that's happening. Probably not. Yeah, probably. Not. It's much easier to send a wordy tweet that sounds bitchy. Yeah. Trust us, we know. We know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for a dirt alert. Holly's going to be bringing us all the dirt from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt from Hollywood. Hello, Holly. All right. So the New York Times yesterday afternoon published another expose alleging sexual harassment and misconduct uh, of a celebrity. So this time it is musician Ryan Adams. Mm -hmm. He has been on the scene for quite some time. He's a noted singer songwriter, the ex-husband of Mandy Moore. Well, he was not Brian Adams. Do not get them confused. No, 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 no. Big. Big People difference. do, though. People yeah. get them confused. Yeah, Brian, Brian Singer. Well, it was a joke. <laughs> Brian Adams, the Canadian singer songwriter who's also a photographer. Mm-hmm. Ryan Adams, the American singer songwriter who is allegedly a sexual harasser. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. A dirty dog. A dirty dog. So Ryan Adams is accused of being manipulative, controlling, and obsessive. And uh, even uh, um, sexually manipulating a underage young girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like 14. Yeah, like 14. Yeah. Uh, the, the woman going by the name Ava in this article, she is 20 years old now. And she talks about how Ryan Adams messaged her. She mm-hmm. was a bass player at the time. And apparently Ryan Adams noted for his activity on social media, reaching out to people in the music community, grooming people, uh, talented people uh, to join his record label, to join him on tour. Well, Ava was one of those young women. She was 14 years old at the time, a bass player. And they exchanged conversations and then those conversations turn sexual pretty quickly. And again, like this goes back to... Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, we've talked about this before about people in positions of perceived power using their their position uh, to influence somebody else as a means of grooming them. In other words, you know, he's Ryan Adams and she is a 14-year-old bass player. And if Ryan Adams reaches out to the 14-year-old bass player, she's going to she's going to listen. Yeah. And she's going to respond. And then when that turns sexual, um you know, that like he has done that in a crafty manner. Yeah, yeah the people, New York Go ahead, Bradley. Dumb people are smart sometimes. Yeah, the New York... Even dumb people are People smart. who do dumb things are smart. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a better way to say it. Yeah. According to the New York Times, they obtained thousands of text messages between Ava and Adams over the course of nine months when she was uh, allegedly 15 and 16 years old. And uh. Adams completely understood what he was doing because he frequently asked Ava about her age. And there are some of the text messages between the two of them published in this Time article, essentially saying, I'm paraphrasing, but Ryan Adams being like, oh, what if your parents found out about this? Oh, so, ew. So if you yeah. read those text messages as one would, you Ryan Adams absolutely knew what he was doing yeah. by messaging. And Ish. also, notably, Mandy Moore, his ex-wife, speaking to the New York Times about her marriage to Ryan Adams and how he was um, emotionally manipulative to her at a very critical time in mm. her career. Now, Mandy Moore got her start in music. Yes. Right? She was a pop star. And so Ryan Adams really... Mm, Crushed her self-esteem because he said that she's not a real musician because she doesn't play an instrument. He convinced her to uh, change management, change her music representation over to him so that he could control her career. And what did he do? Well, you know, Mandy Moore was going in the studio with him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm busy. I'm going to schedule somebody else. Oh, are we going to write that song together? No, I'm busy. I'm going to do it with somebody else. And she says that at this critical time in her career, when she was in her mid to late 20s, transitioning from a teen star Mm -hmm. into an adult star, she couldn't do that. Right. And it was lost to her. I will say, you know, I always, and all much, much is revealed. Uh, you know, in time about their relationship, much has been revealed as they, as she has gone on and gotten married to somebody else. And he has sort of had Twitter meltdowns, et cetera. Um, But at the time that they got married, that was, I remember it was a very, that was confusing news to many people. Yes. It was very strange, very odd. And her career was sort of at in a latent period. And you would wonder, like, what's going on there? You know, yes, it was it was an odd move in terms of how they were matched up. We would often see pop stars matching up with other pop stars. But to see her with this like kind of dark alt moody singer guy, it just was it just didn't match up. And then she was radio silent. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of fans, Mandy Moore fans, had the same exact sentiment as you regarding her uh, recording career. Now, it is of note that Mandy Moore, her last album, Amanda Lee, was released in 2009, mm-hmm. right around this very time. Mandy mm-hmm. Moore has not released an album since. Now, also going back to that young girl, Ava, she said as a result of the exchange between herself and Ryan Adams that she just stopped playing music. She's yeah. like, she just never picked up the bass again. Well, at least we're on, uh, we're, you know, hopefully this is an unburdening, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, hopefully he'll be held accountable for, Maybe you know. That's a whole separate thing. I know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, um, Ryan, especially with Will. Yeah. 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 He has got on Twitter and issued a series of apologies, but he also made statements to the New York Times in that article saying that all of these interactions were mischaracterized, that they were consensual, and that uh, he yep. basically yeah, is absolving himself from any wrongdoing. Legally, technically, yeah, not, not the case. The case. At, yeah. at the you age can't of fourteen, at the age there's of 14. no. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yes, exactly. He said, "I've made many mistakes." He said he apologizes, but the picture that this article paints is upsettingly inaccurate. He said the details are misrepresented and exaggerated. Some are false. So he said, "I would never have inappropriate interactions with someone I thought was underage." Period. Mm-hmm. Even though the texts that the Times have published, yep. well, they speak for themselves. Yeah. So. You know, <sighs> he can keep talking, but the evidence is there. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you also about Kylie Jenner's $10,000 worth of Louis Vuitton towels in her bathroom. Oh, well, I'm glad you didn't because I think our day is heavy enough already. <laughs> <laughs> we need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. And Holly, thank you for that delicious dirt alert. Yeah. We've got the 30 second pop culture challenge yeah, coming up next. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and hey. your 30 second pop culture challenge. Okay. 30 second pop culture challenge. And who's on the phone today, Colleen? Thanks for asking. We've got Liz on the line, Bradley. Liz is on the phone. And Liz, you're playing for a large hat. Ooh, fun. (laughs) If you win. Are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Sure, go for it. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let me just make sure I'm on the right day. (laughs) Name one of the two movies for which Tom Hanks won his Oscars. Just one Tom Hanks movie. Um, Pick a good one. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. Big. (laughs) No, I'm going to move on. Skeletor is the villain in which cartoon series? Yep, no idea. The Fonz (laughs) is a character on what sitcom? Happy Days. Invasion of Privacy is the Grammy-winning debut album of which musical star? Um... So, sorry about that, Liz. Let's get to those questions that Liz Liz. did not get correct. Liz, name one of the two films for Tom Hanks. That got him an Oscar? Yeah. Okay, Philadelphia, or we would have also accepted uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest. Which Bradley has seen so many times he can basically. Okay, so here's the truth. I haven't watched either of those films. You haven't seen it. But I have oh. seen Big, and I have seen Wilson, or Castaway, and I have seen Saving Private Ryan, and I have seen... Its counterpart. No, I'm not going to say it. Saving Ryan's <laughs> Privates. What? Yeah. No, sorry. what's the other one that I loved so much? Captain Kirk? Uh, y- Captain yeah, Phillips. Captain Phillips. Oh, that was such a good movie. I was in tears, blubbering so like good. a fool. He can't even remember the name. Skeletor is the villain. I don't. I have a problem with names. It's... 
it's stop. Skeletor <laughs> is the villain in which cartoon series? He-Man. Wow. And the masters of the universe. In Vasion de Privacy is the Grammy-winning album of which music star? Cardi B. And the movie, we didn't even get to this one, the movie Back to the Future starts in what year? That's mm. a, that was a hard one. 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the 1900s? Oh, was, I was born in the 1900s. And now that we've answered all of those questions properly, we can move on to solving some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Got some hot gossip for you. Yeah. A confirmed blind item to kick off Blinded by the Item today, meaning we know the identity of the subject of this blind item. Here, listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley. When your first caller texts to or any other message announcing your engagement is to the foreign-born A-list actor you once co-starred with, I'm guessing you might be with the wrong person. I'm not saying the A-list actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee is with the wrong person, just that maybe she still has a whole lot of feelings for the former co-star. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, oh no, wait, sorry, wrong button. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, you. what? I was like, well, I thought I was no. real sure about that one. You were real sure, and you were correct. Okay, mm. tell me more. All right. Or do I need to guess the... Uh, I'll just give you his actor. name. Okay. Yeah, so when you first call or text or any other message announcing your engagement is to Nicholas Holt, her ex-boyfriend and yeah. former co-star, I'm guessing you're probably with the wrong person. Now, I'm not saying Jennifer Lawrence is with the wrong person, but that maybe she still has a whole lot of feelings for Nicholas. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I just, how would that feel to the person you've just gotten engaged to? Well, I'm sure she probably didn't tell well, him. Well, yeah, that's well, and I, right. I absolutely. Was, I'm just saying that that should be a thought that crosses your mind, though. Like that might, that should ring some bells, some alarm bells. I also just think she might not even be conscious of that. That might be a subconscious behavior that she's not aware of. Like anybody else, if you told your girlfriends that, I feel like they'd be like, mm, yeah. I wouldn't uh, do that first. I also, this is an opportunity to bring up really quickly the other, like, so you know how we talk about celebrity mega marriages? Yes. And when celebrities get married and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Well, what's a cook Mulroney again? Uh, Mulroney? I don't even remember what he is. Isn't he like an investment something? He's not a celebrity, though, is my point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a headline earlier this week that... um, he doesn't treat her like a celebrity or something like that. And there's this whole storyline now that, you know, he's just like a down to earth guy and and he's just treating her like a lady Mm -hmm. and she's not all caught up in that celebrity hoo-ha. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's an interesting storyline that you're trying to get me to buy. Well, I mean, if we do look at the trajectory of her last year, she did decide to opt out. And I'm putting that in loose quotes of, Hollywood because she was going to pursue what was it like a political activism career or something like that yeah wasn't that sort of the angle she was it was very vague she wanted to work on democracy or something, something like, like that. that why do I why am I thinking of Amy Schumer I don't know Is that different yeah. she was getting kind of political yeah I think that Amy Schumer has always been a little political but Jennifer Lawrence explicitly said that she was working on democracy or right you know. oh, okay well, right well yeah. and well and I maybe part of the reason you're thinking about Amy Schumer is because at the time she made that announcement they were buddies they were buddies That's it was true shortly after they were supposed to have been working on a script for a movie just or something pew, pew, yeah. real girls we just real ladies just hanging out. out we're not doing this whole Hollywood thing I'm falling upstairs and, and so maybe she really is in church 
Is that part of? I just feel like that was the the storyline was that they were just down to earth. Well, and I do feel like some of this might be still in response to her proximity to Harvey Weinstein. Maybe she's just sort of mm-hmm. literally trying to get Why? out of the way. You say it, not me, because I feel like I've said enough. Um, I will say because there have been has been speculation <laughs> that she may have uh, entertained the advances of Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. in exchange for some roles. That's just you know. Rumor on the street. Hmm. Moving on. Blinded by the item. More rumors, gossip, and innuendo coming at you, Colleen and Bradley. Another confirmed blind item. Listen carefully and try to guess who this is about. Last year, I, NT Lawyer, wrote about this pint-sized former A-list rapper who is in desperate need of money. She couldn't bring herself to play smaller venues to earn money, but she has no problems wastefully spending loans and money she was given by other rappers and producers. Pint-sized former A-list rapper. Desperate need of money. Pint-sized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not Nicki Minaj. She's not pint What size. I was gonna say, what about her is a size of a oh, yeah, pint? I know there's yeah. Um, not her booty. Okay. Former A-list um, pint what? size. This all sounds really familiar. Oh, is it <laughs> what? Kashmir Sahabada. Oh <laughs> not A-list. Bahad Bahabi. Bahad Bahabi. <laughs> no. No, it's not bad baby. Not Daniel. Is the Bergoli. pint size? Is that? Uh, is that a? That's a hint. A hint to the name. Mm. It's a big clue. Do they have okay. the names Ben or Jerry anywhere? Yeah, it's, really it's ice cream. <laughs> it's chunky monkey. Yes. Okay, pint size yes. former A list. I feel like that should make it so easy. It does because that is a reference to the name that this person goes by. Lil something. Kim. Lil Kim. Thank oh you. yeah, oh. Lil Kim. Thank you. Did you? God, oh. we are so there was slow just a picture today. Of her, um, she has had some work. Some, and maybe that's where she's taking the loans. Okay, go. All right. So last year, I wrote about Lil Kim, who was in desperate need of money. Lil Kim couldn't bring herself to play smaller venues to earn that money, but Lil Kim has no problems wastefully spending loans and money she was given by other rappers and producers. <sighs> All right. She. She's gone through a tra- transformation. She, like, there are pictures of her from a day ago at New York Fashion Week. Yes. I just want you to look at them. That's what I was looking, <clears throat> that's what I had seen, that I was like, oh, wow. I don't think she has any of her original parts. I Seriously. Mean, I'm trying to think what she, what look she's going for, but, whoa, she has had some work. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm, moving on. So, All right. Oh, do we have time for one more? Well, I just want to go back and read you this blind item again. I think we read it last week, but now it's confirmed. Good. Just in case you missed it, here's this blind item, Colleen and Bradley. The studio and the singer-actress are dumping nearly $500,000 in ads, not only in the trades and billboards, but also a series of articles in the weekly tabloids praising the singer-actress. But more importantly, the ad buy prohibits any mention of the two other major competitors. Is this a Lady Gaga? Yeah. Oh, so this is confirmed now. Yes, and also the actresses being blocked are Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman. Okay. So if you're not reading a lot about Glenn Close and Olivia Coleman this Oscar season, well, it's because Lady Gaga is blocking it. Because she paid for it. Yikes, man. Oh, it's hard out there, y'all. You, it's it's just Ooh. a 
It's a dog eat dog world it in is Hollywood, a, it kids. Is, it is, and you know what? You gotta you gotta get a leg up any way you can. Well, and I'll tell you who who really? knows that for sure. Careful. Chris, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. Speaking of legs, yeah, and his mega marriage, his mega relationship is starting to work for him. It's paying dividends, man. Yeah, we're gonna tell you how the relationship of Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger is paying dividends for Chris Pratt after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Happy Valentine's Day, Bradley. You too, girl. We are celebrating mm. love, real love today on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Real love between Christopher Pratt... And Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yes, we are. They're so delightful, this celebrity mega marriage. And we've got updates because, you know, we claim that we don't claim. We know that these celebrity marriages are just all fakery in order to make money and get jobs in Hollywood. Right now. Why are you looking at me like that? I, that's just my face. Oh, you're like. <laughs> oh, no, you were getting like really like animated. And I thought, I don't know. I thought there was something going on there. I'm just happy to be here. Are you sure? Sure. Do you smell toast? <laughs> um, no, we we like to say that these celebrity marriages, mm, sometimes they might get used a bit much in tabloids to perhaps get people talking about particular individuals such that they are then remunerated with roles, gigs, and uh, otherwise a burgeoning of their, or burnishing of their reputation. It's all about... It's all about now, uh, the the promotion. I don't know. I don't claim to know what's in their heart. So for in the case of Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger, I don't know, in fact, if they you know really do love each other. If this is a legit marriage, uh, if it's like a Chona style experience. But here's what I do know. What do you know? In this particular case, Chris Pratt is beginning to see some dividends. You know, we've been talking about his engagement now for like two weeks, but it feels like forever. No, it's been longer than two really? weeks. Really? Okay, well, a while. I have to Since believe it, it was, happened. Wasn't it like right at the new year? Uh, I'll find out. So I would say about six weeks. Anyway, regardless, uh, the first that we learned that he was getting married to Catherine Schwarzenegger, then every single day, and trust me, because we're the ones like hanging out, looking at the Googles, every day there are new stories about Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes it's because he might have a movie. Sometimes it's because, oh, look, headline, Chris Pratt is in talks to star in science fiction movie ghost draft mm. i don't know what a ghost draft is but i can tell you that uh us it's talking just, about I think him it's just like a breeze that comes with a ghost uh this is now what 
A ghost draft. Mm-hmm. Just it's a like breeze. A breeze that comes with a ghost. Yeah, it's just like Ooh. a ghost. Yeah. Okay, well, I would like to spend more time getting into that at some point in the segment. But for the purposes of this article, this talks about how he is in, quote, negotiations to star in Skydance's science fiction project Ghost Draft with Lego Batman's um, Chris McKay attached to the direct, attached to direct, rather. Here's a question I have. It says Pratt's deal is not closed. Um... So this is an article talking about a project that Chris Pratt is in talks to do. We've been talking about Chris Pratt a lot. What does this article, what is the purpose of this article? Well, Why are we talking about this issue? My guess is that there was some, mm, let's see, less than flattering press that was around Chris Pratt recently. Oh, curious. Um, if I said the words uh, Ellen Page to you, oh, would that interesting. Would that spark a recollection of a story in the last week? By the way, the engagement between uh, Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger, which we call them Schwat, is actually a month old. Uh, they got engaged mid-January. Oh, okay, God, it seems like I know. forever, right? I know. Because literally every day there's like, what kind of kids are they going to have? Here's what kind of man he is. He's Where are total, they eating? He's sharing sheep for a living. What do they look at when they open their eyes Now, together? the story you're talking about is one I think that was an unforced error, meaning this was a story they didn't in the cavalcade of Chris yes. Pratt, Catherine Schwarzenegger, a.k.a. Schwat stories that we've been covering. This was not a tit for Schwat. <laughs> So to speak. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Neither but do good. I. But uh, the story you're talking about is Ellen Page calling Chris Pratt out for an interview he did with Stephen Colbert that seemed to get kind of uh, religious in a way that she wanted to clarify. Is mm-hmm. that a... Yeah. She, is that a diplomatic way of putting it? Yes, she I think so. She called out his church. Yep. Which he referenced in uh, his interview with Colbert, his spirituality, and she felt the need to call out that church for being, at the very least, vague on equality for LGBTQ people, and at the worst, being openly hostile to that community. Exactly. Uh, And then Chris Pratt uh, came forward and did a marginal uh, job at trying to explain that away. Well, it was, can I be honest? Yeah, please. It was kind of a little weaselly. I, do I? Yeah, I was trying, to, I was being nice, but you, yes, that's correct. Because I think you give people a lot of latitude when it comes to their religion and their church. Like, I don't think people speak for their entire church if they go to a church. Right. But that doesn't mean you don't have to, um, that means. Well, no, it does mean if you're going to talk about it openly, I think Mm -hmm. you are opening yourself up to criticism and you should feel comfortable in talking about it. Um, It's the way he talked about it that seemed kind of weaselly. Exactly. Exactly. Because, yes, it was his his response was very vague um, and it didn't truly and honestly address exactly what she was uh, accusing him and that religion of believing. It didn't address it. Yeah. And it, it regardless, and religion, whatever, guys, we didn't talk about so it. So, like, what you can show. hear right now is we don't like to talk about that kind of stuff because to each his or own. However, that particular church, I want you to do some reading because yeah. it goes beyond religion mm-hmm. and spirituality. And I think there might just be some stuff there. Some stuff there that. See asterisk Scientology. 
<laughs> anyway, any hoot and how. Um, what is interesting is, see, this is what they run the risk of. When you are somebody like Christopher Pratt, like Katherine Schwarzenegger, and you are pushing your mega marriage uh, as a means to to advance your career, if that's what you're doing, and we suspect that's what they're doing, you run the risk of having put yourself out there so much that you may find yourself unwittingly in a headline. Yeah, of course. And so what he has done now is used, he's leveraged the mega marriage. Like, hey, let's talk about this over here. That's not quite finished up, but we'll uh, polish it off and talk about it so we don't have to talk about that other thing that doesn't look so flattering. Exactly. Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, we are. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, hear what we're watching live. Yes, it's a new segment we're unveiling right here. You need right stuff here. to watch. Come we're going to tell you what to watch after Do this. It. My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.